0: Hello, everyone. This is Dale Brether, and uh, just coming to you with another podcast here that I want to uh, uh, just share some things that I believe Father's been laying on my heart. Um, For the last little while, I've been, last six months or so, I've just been revisiting in Luke 15 um, what we traditionally call the prodigal son parable. I like to call it the loving father parable. And, um, it's it's quite uh, it's something that we've probably heard preach, teach, read you know hundreds of times before, and um, and I have been pondering again and just been um, opening my heart to ask Yahweh for for His heart more more of His heart in regards to. To, to this the revelation that he gave us in the, in the Loving Father parable. And um, I think we're all pretty familiar with the parable. It's in Luke 15, starting at uh, verse 11. But um, what is interesting, I find really interesting, is, <clears throat> first of all, the position of the, the, the prodigal son himself. We see he, he went off and, and, and he took the inheritance, he wasted it, um, he was humiliated having to work in the pig pen, which for a Jewish man, Jewish person, that was um, that was forbidden <laughs> to do that, to have contact with with um, pigs or swine. And he was at the lowest of the lowest place. And and he took the inheritance, which a son was not to do, uh, from the father, and the father willingly gave it to him divided the, the inheritance between the two sons. It went off and just wasted it. So when you look at it from a father's perspective, there's lots of opportunity there for anger, disowning the son, um, disowning him from the family. I mean, he had every right to do that within the Jew- Jewish law and tradition of, of, um, of that time. And What really gets me is the response of the father. Um, Because the, the son was coming home with an attitude, if I can just serve, if I can just serve my father, I'll be better off. And so it says here, and I'm reading from the Passion Translation, Luke 15, verse 20. So it says, so the young son set off for home. From a long distance away, his father saw him coming, dressed as a beggar. And great compassion swelled up in his heart for his son, who was returning home. So the father raced out to meet him. He swept him up in his arms, hugged him dearly, and kissed him over and over with tender love. Then the son said, Father, I was wrong. I have sinned against you. I could never deserve to be called your son. Just let me be. The father interrupted and said, Son, you're home now. I just want to say that here is the father in his response to the son. I like how he swept the son up in his arms. And as the son was looking at his identity as, 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 as a, you know, I've sinned against you. I've done all these bad things. And, and, and rightly so, the son had conviction. And it, that's part of the first process of restoration, I guess, when something like that um, um, happened. But it's the father's response that gets me. The father interrupted him. Whoa, 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 son. He said, son, you're home now. The word son carries a frequency to the prodigal son at that moment. That's a frequency, that's a sound that that was birthed from the father's heart to the prodigal son. That is a frequency and a sound that says, son, you're home now. That word son gave the prodigal son a doorway back into the father's house see within the father's heart the son had never left home the son had not gone off and abandoned himself from the father because the father had always held the son in his heart see the prodigal the prodigal's father waited and watched for the son's return he didn't dwell in the negative feelings But he held on to the son in his heart. See, this the father framed up and watched for that return. He didn't see a lost son that would never come home. He saw a son that he he saw the son coming up that laneway before the son was actually coming up that laneway to return to the father's house. He saw it. He held that son in his heart. He framed it up. He held, he meditated on that. He chewed on that. And, 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 and that's why it says here, great compassion swelled up in his heart for his son, who was returning. That's why it says here, the father raced out to meet him and swept him up because the father had already seen that in his heart. And it was the, it was the response that, that just flowed like a river from the father's heart to the son. And, and obviously we know, we, we, we know that he, he robed him and, and, and he put a ring on his finger and, and, and sandals on his feet. And each one of those are very symbolic of sonship and, and, and the ring of authority, the, uh, the, carrying the name of the Father and being able to buy and sell in the Father's name. We, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of um, spiritual and prophetic connotation for that, but I won't get into that right now. The other thing that I've seen is the older son. I find this very interesting. Because when the older son, who was living with the father, working on the farm, heard the, the party that was being uh, that was going on for the prodigal son, he he became angry and refused to go celebrate. And here's an interesting thing: the father came out and pleaded with him: Come and enjoy the feast with us. See, the father's heart was going out to draw that older son. Come on, come in and enjoy. Come in and enjoy. And we know the response of the older the older son. He had some blockages in his heart. He had some walls. He carried some hurt. The way he was framing up the situation was dwelling in the negative place. while the father had held on by faith and, and held love in his heart for his sons. So... That that place of holding on those walls, that negative place, became a blockage for that older son to be able to open up to joy, open up to celebration, open up to feasting, open up to seeing um, as the father saw the prodigal son in the situation, in the party. (laughs) Um, And his response, obviously, was was against his brother, and uh, there was hatred there. But here's the interesting thing of the father. The father turned and said to the older son, My son, you are always with me by my side. Everything I have is yours to enjoy. It's only right to celebrate like this and be overjoyed. Because this brother of yours was once dead and gone, but now he is alive and back with us again. He was lost, but now he is found. Here's something that, um, when I was meditating on this, um, a while back, the father began to speak to me. He said, Dale, what, what was the first word that the father said to the prodigal son? And what was the first word in his response to the older brother? As I said before, in verse 21, the father expressed with action, first of all to the prodigal son, and then he said these words, son, you're home now. We skip ahead to verse 31, the father's response to the older brother. My son, you are always with me by my side. Everything I have is yours to enjoy. This is the position of the father's heart to his sons. He speaks, my son, reminding the older son of who he is. His position in the family, the place where he is seated and belongs as the father sees it. The father says, Everything I have is yours. See, is Jesus said, Yeshua said, It's the Father's good pleasure to give you the things of the kingdom. That's the position of the Father's heart. Obviously, we are sons and we're, we're on a journey of growing and maturing. He's not going to give us, you know, everything at once. It would be too much for us. But, the, but what he wants us to see as sons in our growth and our journey is, the, is, is his heart. And this is the heart to, to, to this ungrateful older son, this angry older son who had been there working for the father, in the father's business, doing all these things. We can be like that in ministry. We can be like that in church. We can be like that in our in our journey. Like, I've done all this stuff for you, God. I've done this, and look at the look what's happening in my life, and look at you know why is this happening? Why are you letting this happen? Blah blah blah. But here's the Father's heart. My son, you are always with me by my side. That word, my son, carries the frequency of sonship, carries the frequency of belonging, carries the frequency of position. And I love what he said. Everything I have is yours to enjoy. So what he was doing, he's reminding the son. He's reminding him. He's calling him back into remembrance. Everything I have is yours to enjoy. It's only right to celebrate like this and be overjoyed because this brother of yours was once dead and gone, but now he is alive and back with us again. So we see the Father's heart towards his sons. You're always with me. Everything I have is yours. And the Father's heart towards others, and we can see this with ourselves. What is the Father's heart towards others around you? People, maybe that have rubbed you the wrong way things that have happened. And I'm not saying that uh, there's not things that don't go on that we need to deal with in, in a healthy way. We need to process and get our feelings up and out. With the Father, we need to deal with our stuff, but also not just let anything happen for the sake of you know becoming a doormat and let people walk over you, so to speak. But what I'm saying is, the first position is seeing the Father's heart. And seeing the sonship and the relationship you have with him. Because I love how the father responds in Luke 15. Son, you're home now. And to the older brother, my son, you're always with me by my side. And then his response, calling that older son to see love towards his brother who was once dead and gone. But now he is alive and back with us again. He was lost, but now he's found. There's a lot of implications in this um in this um parable there's a lot of layers we know it's multifaceted and what i've was just shared with you is only one little part one little piece and i know that you have things that that he is unveiled to you and unveiling to you and let us continue to keep um the position of our heart with the father let us get let's get let's continue to go on in our journey with the father and just remember when he turns to you and says son The weight of that frequency, the weight of that relational word uh, and relationship of the beating of his heart towards you, what it all entails. See, you've always been by his side. And everything he has is yours. Thank you very much. Goodbye, friends.